All right, good morning and welcome to our monthly power hour, the HRC Ornance Ranch podcast. I'm Master Villanueva, the Ornance proponent LNO and Senior Career Advisor at the Ornance Branch. Today we will be discussing the differences uh, in roles and responsibilities of a talent manager and a career manager. In the studio with me today is our first class Murphy. She is the CMF 94 Talent Management NCO with Ornance Branch at HRC, and we have a special guest on the phone to help us with this discussion. It's our first class Hept. He is a CMF 91 Career Management NCO at the Proponent Office in Fort Lee, Virginia. At this moment, I will pass it off to Sergeant First Class Murphy and Sergeant First Class Hep for brief introductions. Good morning. I am Sergeant First Class Murphy. As mentioned, I'm the CMF 94 Talent Management NCO. Um, I've been at HRC now for roughly six months. Um, been in the Army for almost 17 years. I've been a drill sergeant. I've done um, WACA. I've pretty much done all my broadening assignments, my operating assignments, and now I'm here at uh, HRC. Sergeant Hemp. Hey, good morning. I'm Sergeant First Class Hemp. Uh, so I'm a 91 Alpha by trade. Uh, I have been here in the PDO office for almost three years now. Three years now. I transition out at the uh, end of this week to take on a new assignment. Uh, but I have done just about everything as well, from team chief to motor sergeant to training developer uh, to platoon sergeant, and now and uh, moving on to the uh, ALU branch chief position. Okay, awesome. Yes, uh, back to you, Sergeant. So we got a plethora of experience uh, here with us today, um, and, and Sergeant Hep, I know I know you're busy over there, so thank you for for taking time out to. Uh, to help us with this conversation. Um, Sergeant Murphy, uh, we'll, we'll begin with you. Um, can you please talk a little bit about uh, some of your roles and responsibilities as a talent management NCO here at the Ordnance Branch? So uh, basically, um, we monitor and manage the worldwide assignments to ensure career paths and professional growth of our service members. It doesn't matter if you're a non-commissioned officer or a junior soldier, uh, we do both. So it just doesn't apply to the seniors or you know careerist non-commissioned uh, non officers. We also I also screen the NCOs for drill sergeants, instructors, recruiters, um, the OCs, which are the um, observer controllers, IG positions, and other nominative assignments. As I mentioned, I've been to uh, White House communications agencies, so I can give you. Um, basically the ins and outs of what I can give you of the WACA assignment as a 94, uh, just to give you a general overview. Um, we also advise the soldiers for professional development and duty assignments, preferences and ask a market, uh, which is brand, which is new, it's currently new. Well, it's like 20, what, two years old now, I think. So, and a lot of people have not, still have not been in the, the ask a market. So uh, we do the road shows and go to installations and explain what the ASCO market is and how it works and what your preferences are. Let's see, so I also identify um, NCOs to move, well, myself and the assignment managers, I have two of them for the 94s. We identify service members that need to move based on the Army's readiness requirements, um, which are now based on the ASCO model. Um, and then we also go by their YMAV, which is the year, month, available dates. And those are on your, um, your ask um, assignment management key, or yes, that's the assignment management key. And you'll normally move um, about 36 months um, after you arrive on station, but your marketplace will open about 12 months before you're um, due to move. 
We also help facilitate the assignments for our reclassing service members. Um, once we know they are graduating and their graduation date, we look to see what the needs of the Army are and um, get them ready to move to their next duty assignment. Okay, so Murphy, great, great explanation and description of your roles and responsibilities as a, as a talent management here, NCO here at the Ordnance Branch. Um, now we'll pass it off to our first class Hept as, as a, as for his career manager roles and responsibilities at the uh, proponent office. Hey, hey thanks, Pastor. So really, um, we take the input from the chief ordinance, right? So our major ordinance and then the chief warrant officer of ordinance, and we make sure we align with their priorities and then provide the basis and the guidance for the talent manager there at HRC. And, and so what I'm talking about is updates to DAPM 600-3, uh, which is your your officer uh, DAPM, and then 625, which is really the living document that the NCOs should be very familiar with. And and we really lay out and we update that as, as much as possible, um, but we really lay out what you should be doing as far as education-wise, civilian education and military um, uh, positions, uh, follow-on assignments, uh, you know, a, a really a, a holistic look at their entire involvement with being an NCO at what, whatever rank in MOS. And then so in addition to that, uh, DA PAM 61121, uh, also a smart book, all found on MillSuite. Uh, we update that as well as needed, and that's really where your physical requirements are for each MOS. Uh, your line scores, GT score, we, we, we update that in conjunction with an input with uh, a bunch of other entities in order to make sure that we are capturing the best audience for what we would like to see out of the ordinance core. Um, in addition to that, we update the PDM. We review that, the, the personnel development model. We look at promotion analysis. Uh, we also, off of 625, we update ACT career maps. So every year, and then ours were just updated uh, last month, uh, we go through and we update the career maps to give a, a better snapshot uh, to soldiers across the force uh, for those pinpoint and uh, career progression assignments. We also look at uh, so NOFC, so notification of future changes. So like if your your MTOs changing because a force design update came through. Uh, so some of the things that come to mind is when we were talking about div, div CAV units or when we went to um, the DSBs and DSSBs. Those were all FDUs that came through that we in this office review uh, to make sure that our rank structure looks correct, right? So standards of grade, uh, when we're talking about how many soldiers you have to to your E5 sergeants, to how many staff sergeants or sergeant first class and, and that managerial role as a team, we make sure all that follows uh, standards of grade, which we also do in the office. Transitioning uh, for soldiers, right? So cool, uh, credentialing opportunities online for the Army. Our office updates that annually. We go through and we make sure that all the credentials, and currently there's about 270 of them across uh, just CMF 91. When we're looking at uh, relevant and, and importance, we annually update that. And if it's, if it's no longer valid or something that's not added to, we remove that as well. Uh, we look at Soldiers for Life program. Uh, when we're looking at uh, 
some of the transitioning programs like uh, Ford and GM have. We are included in that. And then uh, your credentialing education, your degree programs, right? So we really look at uh, and, and advise with partnerships with colleges in order to maximize your Army schooling for college uh, transitions. And then uh, lastly, we also do and, and manage the TWI program, right? So so all of, all of our partners, we only look at the, the relationships, uh, the relevancy, and and we broadcast and, and pick and select uh, the best candidates for those positions for the next year as well. Wow, thank you. Thank you for that uh, very detailed description. You, you guys have a, a very broad scope of roles and responsibilities on, on how you impact the Warden Soldier uh, on a daily basis. So just to, to kind of go and, and kind of paraphrase a little bit, uh, for, so from what I'm hearing, you know, the, the, talent, the talent management NCO is focusing, advising, you know, soldiers on, on worldwide selections of assignments by ensuring their preferences and the ask mar- marketplace align with the professional development model that you're that you're actually working on over at the proponent office um, and the career the career management NCO um, kind of executes the development and management of the of the ordinance core enlisted population by providing insightful updates to doctrine and, and personnel programs that that impact the professional development for the ordinance soldier so kind of from what I'm seeing it's kind of like the the talent management NCO that is working here at, at HRC, uh, not only are they managing the, the requirements uh, that are needed to continue to develop our soldiers, but you guys, uh, the talent management NCO is more of like the face to the, to the field that's actually uh, building that relationship with every soldier that's coming for a marketplace and, and is needing that professional development. And the career management NCO is kind of driving some of the things that um, some of the things that the talent management NCO would be looking at for selections for these assignments, but you're kind of doing it more behind the behind the scenes through doctrine and and other other venues of approach to to help the enlisted population. Is that is that something fair that you guys would agree on? So absolutely. Uh, so, Master, I would I would 100% agree with that, and and really, um, we're we're the the go between, right? So, so as you said, we're driving the force. So we we really, it's not you know, so our first class have sitting in the corner and saying this is where I want the ordinance core, uh, or this is what I want a 91 alpha to be. Uh, it's really the the advice and the guidance that we receive from the chief of ordinance, right? So our major of ordinance. Uh, and, and really drive to to meet their vision, uh, but all at the same time making it a obtainable uh, goal for these soldiers that are obtainable uh, within their reach uh, and not something crazy that uh, the talent manager there at HRC can't, uh, can't fulfill. Okay, okay, yeah. So, so definitely some commonalities in, in the goals, just uh, a little bit of a different uh, manner of actually um, achieving it when it comes to the actual task that's, that's being uh, executed by, by each role. And just because Sergeant Hemp is on the phone doesn't mean that I do not talk to a proponent. I'm on the phone with uh, Master Sergeant Mackin almost every day to make sure we are on the same page and we're fulfilling the roles that ordinance um, proponent needs and as well as what um, the Army needs. Good, good insight, because that shows us that there's definitely a, 
the, the partnership between, you know, the HRC ordinance branch and the proponent uh, office for ordinance uh, career management, um, that communication is established between everyone. Um, so, no, that's, that's great insight. Um, is, there, is there any, from the talent management perspective, is there any frequently asked questions um, that you get, uh, you know, phone calls with from soldiers on a, on, on a pretty much probably daily basis that you would like to address here? Um, the most frequent one is when, when does my YMAV open? Um, so if anybody emails me, I have the actual calendar of when the YMAV, when, when your YMAV opens or when your marketplace opens. Um, it shows when it opens, when it closes, and I think it's the mid-market. Um, what we suggest to everybody is that you go, once your marketplace opens, check weekly, if not daily, um, and you don't have, and it's not first come, first serve, just log in, make your preferences, and preference every single um, duty assignment that's on there because for whatever reason something may fall off or come back into the marketplace and you need to have everything preferenced. Um, but with the, the dates, they don't really shift. Um, we post them on our, on our ordinance group um, and then there are other Facebook groups that also post them. HRC even has them on their website. So um, if there is a change, it's going to be on HRC's website. Um, the, Next one is, can I slot you for a professional military education? I cannot. Um, that is not what your assignment managers or your talent management NCO does. That is actually through a whole different division. Um, they will slot through ALC, SLC, and MLC, um, and your local installation will um, slot you for BLC. Um, you can always ask us for the POC, but again, it is also on the HRC website. There's a plethora of information on the HRC website, including the Millpur messages. HRC Facebook page actually has Millpur Monday, um, where all the new ones come out. And then if you need to search for old ones um, or previous ones, you can just uh, go in the search bar and um, just put in like common words or keywords of your Millpur that you need, and you'll, you'll be able to find it. Um, we have no problem um, answering any of the questions. Uh, those are just like some from like basically ones we get almost every day, more frequent questions. But um, we are always here to answer your questions. Um, don't ever think that it, it's a, a dumb question or it shouldn't be asked. Uh, you can always email me, uh, send me a thing on Teams. I will totally answer. Um, if I need to do some more digging around, I will always respond back, hey, just give me a, you know, a day or two. Um, also, there's things that we can do and help um, as far as can, can we look at your records? Absolutely, we can look at your records. Um, we can see where you need to go if you need to um, do a broadening assignment, um, become an instructor or something, something different than what you are doing. Um, or see how, and then everybody asks about the MOP score. The MOP score did sunset. So that is now the OML. So once you are boarded, you get your OML. And then we can kind of tweak and see where you need to go professionally from there. If there's um, sections that maybe you need more development on or um, things like that. But we are always here to help. Um, please email us. Please call us. Uh, your your um, talent management NCO for your CMF, they're always willing to help and we will respond. But those are the main, main frequent questions that we get. Okay, great. 
Um, Sarhep, is, is there any uh, any like frequently asked questions you get um, with with your role as a career as a career management NCO over at, at Proponent? That anything that you would like to address during this time? Absolutely. So so we get several questions, uh, and, and so the most of them are related to to so say like ACT, right? Um, there was a, a stint uh, where they were not updated. ACT career maps were not updated, uh, but those are all addressed, and that's not all inclusive, right? So one of the one of the things we get is, oh, well, my MOS only has one broadening assignment. I assure you, uh, there are more than one broadening assignments for all the MOSs, but a lot of them lead to MOS immaterial ones. So just because your your career map doesn't say a specific uh, assignment that you heard about through the grapevine, uh, it's not all inclusive. Where it is inclusive is when you go into MillSuite, right? You log into MillSuite, you can search in the search bar 600-25, click on the 91 or the 94 or the 89 CMF Smartbook, and really dabble into the inclusiveness of your MOS. And so in there, we break down by MOS, by rank, uh, what you should be trying to achieve. Right. And I'm just going to give you a, a, a quick quote out of it, and this is out of insert any MOS, uh, but there are, are many educational paths for lifelong learners, and there may be soldiers who elect to earn a trade certification in lieu of a college degree. While there is great premium on leaders who have earned or are working towards a college degree, the ordinance score equally values credentialing, senior and master level certifications, Department of Labor certifications, which is your U.S. MAP program, ASCs, to include the TWVs, all of which are desired certification, which is largely a technical trades cohort. So, so though that is almost verbatim uh, what is also provided for board guidance for the staff sergeant and sergeant first class evaluations. So, so all these uh, documents are used as you go through your career. No, that's great that you meant mentioned that. You know, uh, here as the proponent, LNO, I, I get a, I personally get a lot of phone calls, and I, I get asked to review uh, soldiers' records, uh, and you know, advise them on on what they should do with, with their careers, and and that's exactly what I do. I go to six hundred twenty five to that MOS, and I go through everything, paragraph by paragraph, and I do a, a comparison with their record and see where they can improve, where they've lacked, where they need some more time, development in certain positions. And, and you know, I look at their SRBs, their IPERMs, I cross-reference everything uh, just to make sure that they are getting, you know, sound advice on, on where to go. But, yeah, that, that is always a, the, that's the best starting point is, you know, 600-25. And, and really, um, in 625, so let's let's insert an ABCT, for example, right? Uh, in Bravo Company, the first sergeant position is a 94 uh, CMF position. And so, so really, if you are in charge of a bunch of MOSs or another CMF that you're not familiar with, uh, 625 is also a great starting point to learn uh, what those soldiers in your charge need to do or some guidance to provide them as well. Okay, that's great, great. Um, okay, it, kind of moving on from uh, the uh, the frequently asked questions, um, but now kind of pushing into some maybe uh, as a talent management NCO, Sarah Murphy, um, is there any trends, 
highlights or just something, you know, any updates or radar, uh, you know, that, that may be on the radar uh, coming soon that you would like to highlight for the force? Um, EFMP updates is a big one. Uh, please make sure that you update your EFMP. Uh, this makes sure that you're ready and your family is ready to move. Um, when your marketplace opens, the MACP, um, Married Army Couples Program, um, make sure that it is in the system. Sometimes we're, we have to move soldiers, but they are actually married. But we do work with the other proponents um, or other CMFs to try and make sure that we get your spouse there with you and that you are moving at um, the same time. We even do in, um, other services. We've been working with some Air Force and Navy um, spouses to get them all moved at the same time. So we do really try hard to make sure that uh, we are moving the service members together. Uh, we do know how hard it is to move a whole household to a different place. So we, we do actually really try hard. Um, broadening assignments. Everyone wants to know about broadening assignments. Um, drill sergeant, instructor, recruiter, um, those, those are the big ones, and if you get an opportunity to do these, don't shy away from them. Uh, I was one that wanted to shy away from being a drill sergeant, and uh, it became probably my best duty assignment um, besides HRC. Um, but I, I you got to mentor your soldiers that are going to replace you one day. Um, yes, there are some long hours, but it's very beneficial to you and your soldiers. Um, Recruiting, recruiting, you are the face of the army. You're the first ones that they meet. Um, don't shy away from it. You, you can uh, do great things um, for the army and make sure that we have the right people coming into the army. Um, and then also, like I said, WACA. Um, I will always be a, a big proponent of WACA, uh, White House Communications Agency for the 94s. Um, 94 Echoes can go there, 94 Fox and then 94 whiskeys, and I believe they have a Zulu position as well. Um, you can find those links on my signature block, or um, you can always Google DISA, D-I-S-A, and they will pop up as well to put in a packet for, um, uh, for one of those broadening assignments at White House Communications. But those are the main highlights um, and the trends. Just make sure, like if we ask you if you want to be a drill sergeant or a recruiter, don't shy away from it. it I promise you it's very beneficial and you are going to get something out of it. Yes, yeah, R. Murphy, you definitely said a few things that I kind of wanted to like jump in on, interject. Uh, and I'll definitely probably add to here at the end, but I'm going to hold off. I'm going to let uh, Sar Sarhet um you know, kind of give an update, see if there's any uh, trends and highlights and updates that he would like to put out there because I believe after what you've said and, and, and you know, I know that uh, Sarhep will, will add some value here as well. I think it'll all kind of tie in together. So, Sarhep. Yeah, so really, um, and I read that paragraph out of 625 because that is that is one of the biggest updates that we made this past year to 625 is, is defining that why call it while college is important the ordinance leaders and we do recognize that uh certifications through cool was was a uh, the trend right for for soldiers to go through and made that transition easier and so what we wanted to do was highlight that it is as important and we recognize that you might do that in lieu of uh using your tuition assistance you use that credentialing assistance for that and then uh Additionally, I wanted to add that um, so staffs aren't key development time. Uh, same thing with master aren't key development time, right? 
it's it's 24 months so so that magic number is 24 months it it, it is a critical leader development positions and those are by mls and they're found also in 625 uh, the smart book in chapter four so if you go down there you scroll down you'll find by rank uh, by mls and you can see what you should be doing and you need to make sure that in order for you to be successful and continue to move up uh, the the normal trend we see is being in those positions rated no less than 24 months. Our first class have thank you for that. Uh, yeah, I'm really glad you kind of brought up the uh, key developmental time um, because I think there's there's definitely a lot of unclarity out in the field um, as far as whether it's actually required or not. Um, but it's it's definitely something that that every leader out there should be striving for is to hit that 24 month mark. Um, but one thing that I do want to say uh, and add to that, um, not necessarily a trend, but since I've been here six or seven months, um, and I'm, I'm going to wait for the new uh, promotion boards to start publishing here in the near future uh, and the other ones to, to go ahead and, and, and actually happen uh, to do that analysis. But I was able to do a lot of analysis on the previous promotion boards and, you know, what I would like to say is, um, you know, those, those assignments that Sarah Murphy's talking about, um, the, the drill sergeant, the recruiter, the OCT, you know, uh, OCT, the uh, SFAB, uh, couple that, couple those assignments with schools and training and education that that garnish you things such as SQIs and ASIs, um, it really makes a big difference when you start uh, thinking about your career path and moving up. Because the one thing that I can wholeheartedly say is when I did a lot of analysis on the previous boards um, is the folks that had these drill sergeant, recruiter, SFAB assignments, but it were also given back to the force through MRT, um, master fitness trainer programs, SHARP programs, and we're also obviously adding things such as credentialing, which is now, you know, extremely important in their education. Uh, so one more thing to add to that is uh, we recognize here in ordinance that all those additional duties or those additional follow-on assignments for, uh, say, SFAB or uh, when we're talking about the White House, White House Communications Agency, it's not all-inclusive. It's not every MLS will be able to apply. However, that's where your talent manager comes in to have that conversation and say, hey, I'm insert MOS. I don't see this opportunity. What else is available to me? Okay, no, that's great. Um, that's that's a great add in there. Um, I think I think this uh, this has been very uh, informational for all of our listeners. Um, you know, so we we've been able to discuss a few of the differences uh, between the roles of a talent management NCO here at HRC and a career manager at the proponent office. In addition to addressing commonalities, trends, frequently asked questions uh, to each management NCO. Uh, Sergeant First Class Murphy and Sergeant First Class Hep, thank you for, make, uh, for taking time to be with us today to provide some clarity on how you impact the ordinance population daily. 
for the listeners, as you can see, both, both roles of talent manage, management NCO and career management NCOs play a vital role in the development and professional growth of the Ornit soldier. If you have any questions or have a request for additional information or even topics you would like us to discuss in future po podcasts, you can reach us by locating our contact information on the HRC Ornitz webpage. You can find the Power Hour uh, with Enlisted Ornitz Branch on various platforms such as DVIDs, Apple, and Amazon pod podcast sources. Um, and don't hesitate to, to reach out to us anytime that you need anything or any guidance. Uh, Mass Sergeant Villanueva, Sergeant First Class Murphy, and Sergeant Hep signing off. Thank you for tuning in to the Ornance Branch Power Hour.